0: We're all on the spark, but <laughs> we're not we're not one bit happy. There's no, 50 of us on this we are not one bit happy.
1: For immediate reaction from around the grounds, catch League of Ireland late night. Every Friday, 10 p.m. on Twitter Spaces. Follow at off the
2: ball. OTB AM With Gillette.
1: Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Time to go back to the Republic of Ireland's one 0 defeat against Ukraine last night. Dion Fanning is with us. Dion, good morning to you. Hi,
2: Jar. How are you?
1: What's going on? What, what is happening to us? Why? Why is this happening to us? Why are we stuck in Groundhog Day?
2: Uh, how long? How long have we got? I don't know. Um, forever it seems. Like. For, well, yeah. If we're stuck in Groundhog Day, I suppose we have got got forever. Um, I think there are. You know, look. The problem with the Ireland team, or the problem with discussing the Ireland team, is you do tend to go over all the same ground, um, and when you have a manager <clears throat> like Stephen Kenny who is trying to do something different, uh, it it makes it um, uh, you know there is there is another line of uh, line of attack, if you like, in terms of like are we doing something that we're just simply not good not good enough to do. Um, and when you have results like Saturday, and when you have results like last night, um, it, it gets it gets exhausting trying to kind of make a case or to kind of believe in what Stephen Kenny's saying when he talks about we're we're working towards a a plan or a progressive plan or anything like that. When the evidence on a on a night like that is is it's very hard to glimpse that it's very hard to say, right. There's anything going on. There's any real sign, um, against that, you know, Ireland had come into it with, with some evidence that things were actually going, um, were moving forward. And I think there is some, you know, there, there is, (laughs) there has been glimpses of what Stephen Kenny wants to do. I don't know, if Stephen Kenny will be the person to actually get Ireland to to that position, but I think whoever is the manager, whether it's Stephen Kenny or somebody else, the approach in general has to be along these lines because, uh, like I did see people saying they would rather watch Ireland under Stephen Kenny even on a night like that rather than some of some of the previous managers' performances. I'm not sure. I I felt the same watching it, watching it last night, but in general, that's something I would, uh, subscribe to, but I don't think you could make much of a case last night that it was entertainment or there was something progressive, uh, happening. And I think the same is true of Armenia. They're two, um, they're two very disappointing, um, results in with performances that have lacked, uh, a real purpose and a real sense that the team knew what they're doing i think to say that ireland started well um everybody starts like lots of teams start well it's kind of you know it's when you when you move beyond that initial 5 10 15 minute spell of kind of adrenaline and energy that you actually often get to see what really a team is what what their their plans are based on and i get, last night i you know there was there wasn't a lot
1: that's the problem, really, is that we we all were like, oh, Kenny needs time to implement something. It's a significant enough deviation from where we've been for a long time. And we're going to have to judge him when he has had a run of games. Everybody's available for him. And it's the start of something new. There's no pressure on. And that was these games. That's this run of games where it's like, you know, judge me on this. I have high expectations. I, I think we can win this group Was is, is the message that he sent out there into the universe. And so we do have to judge him on these performances and the performances are really bad.
2: They are, they have been really bad. Yeah, and he did. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's all reasonable. I think it's, um, if you go into it expecting or talking up, and I think Stephen Kenny had no option, but really to talk it up because he's sort of trapped between the past and the future, if you like, because, you know, we saw how badly he reacted to kind of people bringing up, uh, the previous nations league, um, which was a legitimate, uh, avenue for people to bring up. Um, but it's then you, you, you really, you can, you can stress the present. And I think there was enough in a, in an awful lot of the games to get people excited, uh, um, you know, since then, but you have to kind of talk up the future. And then when the future arrives, it's, 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 it's not as, it's not as promising or as exciting as, as we, as we've been led to believe. So it's, it's, it is going to be disappointing. It is going to be, I, I, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any, I think talking about Stephen Kenny in terms of, you know, is he the right man for the job at this point is, there's no point to that. I think he is the manager, uh, and I think that's the right thing to do. I think you have to be. I don't, I don't think there's. I don't think there's any. There's there's any solution out there that would justify getting rid of them. That's the thing. I think you you know you, you as I said. I think whether it's Stephen Kenny or somebody else. I think this is this is the way Irish football should be going. I think they need to be planning for something like this and for planning for who is going to be the next manager after Stephen Kenny after the European qualifiers are where, are ideally after a qualification. But that needs to be part of the plan. And I think moving like kind of getting you know having some knee-jerk reaction and saying, right, let's get in uh Sam Allardyce or or whoever um to get some results, that's not going to be um that's not gonna that's not really gonna change the mood. And I think Stephen Kenny has done enough in previous games and it may happen again, again in, in against Scotland that you know there's been enough for people to feel right we're we're enjoying this in a way that we haven't enjoyed Ireland football Irish football matches for a long time. Because you know this does the run of run of disappointing results does does uh, predate um predates predate Stephen Kenny too and and the run of watching Ireland and, and watching Ireland play in kind of grim uh, I'd have if, if if you'd offered me that beforehand, I'd have bitten your hand off. Style football matches, um, you know that that would that was I would say a lot worse and had no had no long term plan. Except and again, you could argue if this is the right way or the wrong way, but I would say that that, that was the wrong way. I had no long term plan except let's let's scrape a result whatever way it is and move on. Whereas Stephen Kenny at his at best, is looking to do something a lot more than that. I would say that the last two results, last two performances, it's been hard to glimpse what that is, and that is that is the problem.
0: Dion, if you assume that Stephen is, for the moment, safe in the job, um, and look, anecdotally at matches and, and online, certainly you hear a lot of people saying, you know, maybe he needs to change the tactics, change the system. Um, like, look, that's a difficult question to answer because, as Jerry said earlier, it's difficult to know what the alternative to the system is, but I mean looking at looking at it from your own point of view at the minute, do you stick or twist with 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 this tactical thing is is it too far gone or can he turn around now and and kind of maybe try something else?
2: I think he can always uh he can always try he can always try something else. I think the again like you know, we we saw last night the difference. I do think ultimately a lot of it there are there are tactical variations that he can do, but but ultimately the problem for Ireland does come down to uh, again the same. And this is when you come back to how long have you got. It comes down to the players we have now. You saw the difference Jason Knight made uh, yesterday compared to not being in the team against Armenia. Uh, and that would seem to have been a mistake not to play him. Looking on how he played in in previous games as well, you know, when you think of uh, you know just the way Knight has the way Knight, the impact Knight has made since he's since he's been involved is, is is significant. So that seemed like I don't think we have enough quality players to kind of uh, whether he was pacing and whether he was thinking we've a lot of matches. I don't know, but I think it's it's he's a player that makes a difference. So ultimately the tactical differences I like obviously you know midfield and midfield being overrun is is something that is an issue and that is something that needs to be addressed. But equally who who is going to actually do that in a way that is is really that makes it makes makes us a, a significant difference to to the, to the tactics and that that is the problem i think that is that is ireland's problem um and if you again if you look at say ukraine's game against wales uh you look at um you look at jack grealish even playing for england i got I've, I've uh, the minute I those words are coming out of my mouth, I, why did I say that? Um, but you look at the difference one player makes, and I think again, we can talk an awful lot about what Stephen Kenny is trying to do, and I think it is the right thing he's trying to do. but the absence of star quality in the Ireland team is is as much as anything else the difference between some you know
0: between good results and bad results. We had star quality on on the sideline as well not too long ago. Dion in, in Anthony Barry, who we touched on at the start of the show this morning as well. Like we're looking on with envy now at, at Belgium, who've managed to nab him from us. And as we mentioned earlier, they won six one against Poland last night. Like, is it is it too facetious to maybe look at Anthony Barry's exit and, and the results that have happened since as 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 coincidental, or is it is there something there?
2: I I think. To look to look at Belgium's results and go, my God, what a genius Anthony Barry is uh, is 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 a stretch. I think it really is a stretch. Like, look at the players uh, Belgium have. I think that's that's the key thing. Rather than saying, my God, he's working wonders He worked wonders with Ireland, and now he's working wonders with with uh, with a Belgium team with 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 you know uh, just you know De Bruyne looking at Hazard. Telemans, you know, there's uh, uh, it's not it's not comparing like for like. Uh, I so I don't think we could we can put Belgium up, you know, put Belgium in the kind of Anthony Barry, the you know pro Anthony Barry uh, section. But I would say that clearly he had an idea. You know what you hear from people close to the Iron Team is that he was you know he was very. he was a significant presence and he had significant ideas in terms of how Ireland were going to play equally. um, You know, it wasn't like we're, we're going, we're going back to, we're going back to for three years now, since Ireland won a competitive match at home, that also encompasses the Anthony Barry era. So it's not as if we have, we have, we have just come out of a golden age. I think it's, uh, I think there are lots of reasons. It's possibly one factor. Um, And I think, you know, in that strange dynamic that makes up football teams, coaches who players feel are making, are actually delivering a message they like and they understand can make a huge difference. Um, I'm not saying that that's not happening now, but clearly it was happening with Barry. Um, But I also feel... Like, it is conceivable that in the game against Scotland, having experienced these two bad results, I think there's something in, like, the Ireland team is still such a, a fragile kind of thing that it, it's likely to kind of, there's, there, there's every chance you get some kind of response, some kind of heroic 1-1 against Scotland <laughs> is 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 on the cards. And again, you know, you go back to some of these matches, you go back to the Serbia game where we had a heroic 1-1 uh, Bazunu was really the difference. Was well, was a player who yeah. kept us in it.
1: I, just to, 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 if you're if you're in in the camp, right, and you're thinking about the draw is going to be in October, we're going to be in the third pot, so it's going to be tricky. Top two teams automatically qualify, and there's still some hope for those teams who finished third in their group uh, by way of playoff. So it's not dead. It's still possible
2: that we can go to the Euros, even though
1: the campaign hasn't, hasn't even started. The draw hasn't been it's made. So
2: possible, sure. You're like you're like you know, it's like Rob Shepherd's with Graham Taylor and you know <laughs> the impossible job. Like you really, you really Uh-oh. bringing pessimism to a new level. The draw hasn't even happened, and you're saying we're not we're not out of it yet. Exactly.
1: Uh, but the one thing that you might be hopeful about is that perhaps uh by that stage Bazuna will be playing week in week out for Southampton that would be big um so that he's your number one and then a few other players are playing week in week out football ideally in the championship and some of them in the premier league um and maybe Obafemi needs to be in the starting lineup i don't know is there enough in the in the personnel that are missing Ida, Andrew Omavamadeli, that you can say when the, when the heat comes on in the qualifiers that the team will look a little bit different and that this stuff is ultimately still while it's a replacement for friendlies and there is something good on offer at the end of it um, these are still friendlies and so we should maybe rein in the pessimism bit
2: well again that comes back to how the tournament was talked up I don't think there's any huge enthusiasm for the Nations League I think uh, um, like that's like somebody I was somebody was trying to persuade me that we wouldn't miss the World Cup in June because we'd have the Nations League and uh, um I think that's, you know, that's (laughs) clearly not the case. Um, It's, you know, it is, it isn't something that people get very excited by. It's a bit like the FA Cup though, in that it's, it's a tournament that actually can frame that can actually can be used uh, for, you know, to, to kind of drive, drive a case against, or to shape a case against a team or a manager. And, you know, whilst getting kind of reasonable or, uh, Average results are going to not going to excite very many people. Ha- losing, as as been ha- as been as as has been happening with Ireland, is going to kind of make it harder for Stephen Kenny, and I think that is the case. So I do think um, Ireland, you know, a result against Scotland, a victory against Scotland would, would be quite important for him at this stage. Um, ultimately, you're right. Like when uh, you know people will be more um engaged by by the qualifiers there we, we will go into it with the you know that that borderline pessimism optimism that you, you that you lay out um, and there is again there is uh it, it there is there are many opportunities to qualify for it. as you said like you know um you know, we we like you go like Ireland missed out through a playoff the last time uh, it is some it is a it is a competition now that Even teams where Ireland are, and I think this is this is one of the things that has been dawning on people very slowly, is is just how far Ireland have fallen. So when we when we uh, say you know you shouldn't lose to Armenia, shouldn't lose to Luxembourg, shouldn't lose to uh, Ukrainian side that's uh, made ten changes and has just lost out on on in a game that is was far more important to them. you keep coming up against well well why shouldn't we what what have ireland got what is ireland what 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 have ireland got to be so certain that they actually uh should be getting these results and you look through the player you look through what we have and it's it's very hard to make any case now when you when you you talk about players playing regularly playing playing in the championship that that will all make a difference i don't think that stuff really um like Buzunu has, you know, I I think Buzunu playing in the Premier League would be great, great for him. I don't think that stuff ultimately matters that much in international football. I think it's it's you you can uh, as, as Ukraine have kind of demonstrated because you know everyone was like, well, Ukraine or before their their World Cup, you know, the like people felt. That they would really, you know, against Scotland, it was like, oh, they'll they'll struggle because they haven't they've been playing. Like there are factors outside, uh, outside um, the kind of cut and thrust of club football that make a difference for international football. So I wouldn't I wouldn't bet a lot on kind of right. We've got players playing in the championship. I think it's about what Stephen Kenny does with the players when he gets them together, and that's why Ireland. There's one, it's actually a reason why Ireland could sometimes be, should feel some kind of optimism because there is nobody in international football in international football really to fear. But equally, uh, when it doesn't happen, the questions are really best addressed to the to the manager and to the, to within the camp rather than saying, "Oh, you know, there's been a long gap between the end of the championship and these games," or the players aren't playing at a higher level. Ultimately, international football isn't really about those things. It's about what you can get. Um, a bunch of average players to do against usually another bunch of average players. I think your point about the the FA Cup being used as
1: a, a stick to beat managers with at certain times um, is is very apt because what, what happens if the results in the next two games aren't significantly better is that almost from the start of the qualifying campaign every match is a little bit of a referendum to the point where if it becomes clear we're not going to qualify or if there's a disaster along the way then the calls and the clamor for him to go will be very difficult to ignore so that's why these games are very very big games it's like just to to buy a bit of calm and buy a bit of peace and 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 try and change the mood music around at the moment because you know by by talking up this competition everybody is saying okay this is this is your team now let's see what you've got and at the moment the signs are, are really bad so uh, there's a lot riding on the team selection for the weekend against Scotland. Is there anything in the current group that you would do to change apart from, I mean, I, I don't know, like is there start Obafemi, does that make a difference?
2: I think it would, I, yeah, I think it could make a difference Um uh I, I, you know, it, it's it's it, it's it's worth a shot. I think you know, like Jason Knight, obviously uh, made a difference, and hopefully he will start again. Um, I, uh, I, I think you know, there 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 are you know the injuries that the absences are gonna are gonna be a are gonna be a problem for Ireland at this stage. Um Scotland, um, Scotland aren't very good. Like that is you know, and it is going to be. I think we, we might we might be anyone who's seen Scotland play will, will would kind of come away from it kind of thinking, God, Scotland really are a poor side, but I think at the same time um, we might again come face to face with our own limitations when we play them. Um, I just go back to that point about whether, like, I guess you're like that these are, you know, a couple of bad results will add to the pressure. I would like to think that. There is now some sense that there's no, there's not much as like it's pretty fatalistic. But you know, there is, there is, uh, there is not much point um, in getting rid of Stephen Kenny, um, no matter what happens. Like you know, he's going to go into the European Championship. He's going to go into the qualifiers. At that stage, you may as well allow him to. uh, um, May as well allow him to. Continue for the duration of them because again, unless there is some outstanding alternative, I don't see what what the point of doing that is. Because, you know, what what are we harking back to? This is again, this is, and it's it's, it's a kind of negative argument in favor of Stephen Kenny, but it, like, and it's the only one you can really make at the, after a couple of results like this. But what are we what are we harking back to? Like the the, the second Mick McCarthy era is that the golden age you know the the um there or, isn't a lot really
1: where the team is or, so bad that they get hammered in every game and they eventually do qualify for a tournament you know like i, I agree with you really fundamentally it's just that um very difficult to make any case other than
2: the same the same story other than it could be it could be other than it could be it could be a lot you know it's a bit like uh uh, you know it's like the Faulty Towers like Major in the Faulty Towers no no there's a when they say this is the worst hotel they've ever stayed in and he says no no there's a there's a place in Bournemouth um, or whatever the line is like uh, it's a bit like that like there is there is a worse version <laughs> there is a worse version of this Ireland team there is a, a parallel universe yeah, it's, not, it's things... Northern Ireland <laughs> well there's, there's a parallel universe where things are a lot worse uh, and and uh, And that's that's the best on a a, a day like today. That's the best case you can
0: make. Saying you'd one more, we've time for one more. (laughs) Yeah, no, just taking Dion. Like I know hindsight's hindsight's obviously twenty twenty, but uh, we were talking earlier about you know the, the fact that I guess Stephen Kenny at the start of the of the nation's league started talking about the fact that the ambition was to go on and win this group, and you can look back now and say you know. Did he make the right decision in saying that? Is it, you know, a positive thing to have great ambitions and lofty ambitions for this Irish team, or was that setting the bar maybe a little bit too high and, and expectations maybe for the fans and the media at least a little bit too high?
2: Again, I think he didn't have. Given the way things had gone, he probably had to do something like that. I think having ambition is something that is uh, a part of Stephen Kenny's makeup. Um, You know, wherever whatever job he's done, I think that's something, and I think that's something we want from an Ireland manager. uh, Because the alternative is, you know, the trap. Like we we don't have the players' uh, reductionist view that once we don't have the players, we can never actually aspire to do anything. Um, Like my argument would be that we we don't have the players, but there aren't a lot of countries that do have the players. So we can actually aspire to try and do something as Stephen Kenny's teams have done at their at their best that actually excite people and make you think that something good is coming. I feel that given where he started, given how Ireland had kind of transitioned out of that into something encouraging, um, he had to kind of maybe talk it up. And I think, it, I think it's a genuine feeling with him too. I think he, he does believe that. And I think that's a that's a noble thing and a worthwhile thing to to have, but equally now on the back of uh, on the back of the last two results, you could say, "Oh God, why didn't he why didn't he talk us down? I'm not sure if 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 Ireland had lost to Armenia um, and then Ukraine, I think no matter what, um, people would be complaining or would be rightly annoyed about it. And if Stephen Kenny had come into them saying, "Look," We don't have the players. We're going to do our best. Hopefully, we come away from from these games with something. People wouldn't necessarily go. Well, fair play to him. He's uh, he knows that he knows that we're 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 not we're not up to much. They'd want they'd want something more. So I I think it's the right. I think it's the only thing he, he could do. And I do as I say. I think it is actually what he believes, which is the most important thing. But there does need now to be. Some evidence uh are something that for people to 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 grasp hold of and I just think it hasn't been there last you know a lot one of the things that's characterized a lot of the matches even the ones that have been a little bit disappointing uh under under Kenny has been that kind of sense of okay we're behind this team and we're we're still the supporters are really kind of pro what is what Stephen Kenny is trying to do um I think they, there needed to be something last night to kind of kind of keep that uh, sense of optimism or, or hopefulness going, and, and it wasn't there. Yeah, hopefully it, it
1: happens at the weekend. Dion, great stuff. Thanks a for joining us. Cheers. Thanks, lads. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs razor with exfoliating bar.